This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings engaging video and audio lectures presented by top professors and professionals on a wide variety of subjects to your fingertips. And now, for a limited time only, The Great Courses is giving our listeners an offer of up to $90 off the original price of four courses within the Everyday Gourmet series of instructional cooking courses. Choose from Essential Secrets of Spices and Cooking, Making Healthy Food Taste Great, Baking Pastries and Desserts, or Making Great Meals in Less Time for only $9.95. This great price of $9.95 is only available for a limited time, so order today. Go to thegreatcourses.com slash WS to find out more. That's thegreatcourses.com slash WS. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us for immediate post-Democratic debate reaction is Steve Hayes. And Steve, I got to say, it was a lot more fun to watch than I was expecting. Yeah, look, I think it was interesting. I mean, I think you saw some personality contrast there. And in one case, no personality whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, That being Lincoln Chafee, who I think proved himself to be probably the dumbest person running for office in America, which is quite a distinction. (laughs) My favorite moment was when Anderson Cooper kept inviting him to go back into the room with Sidney Clayton and Jugdish. I think that was my favorite part, (laughs) an Animal House reference there. But it was personality, but also there was stuff to debate about. And, And the center of the debate was not Hillary Clinton. The center of the debate was Bernie Sanders, at least that's what I thought. Yeah, I think, you know, Sanders was, he's been driving the debate in the Democratic Party throughout this primary process, so it was only fitting that he would drive much of the debate tonight. And and I have to say, if I'm a Democrat, uh, you know, looking forward to the general election, I'm a little bit worried. I mean, this was the Democratic Party at its extreme uh, far left. I mean, that's what came out of this debate from me. I mean, it's hard to imagine the Democratic Party moving much more left uh, then Obama, Barack Obama has taken it as president, and yet here you have Hillary Clinton saying she intends to go well beyond, I think that was her phrase, well beyond what President Obama has done on policy, and she cited a, a range of issues in which she was going to do that. You have a discussion over uh, free tuition, and they all seem to agree that everybody's entitled to free tuition, free Obamacare for undocumented uh, workers, you you have a, an actual debate in the modern presidential era about whether socialism or capitalism is the proper economic structure for the U.S. Uh, economy. I mean, you go on and on and on. This is this is on the fringes. Much of this debate of the national political debate, and I don't think it will help Democrats as uh, they look forward to the general election. But was Hillary helped? Because since Bernie Sanders was so strong, and this is how it came across to me, is that when he, he was sort of the Donald Trump of the debate in the sense that the mics all lit up and your eyes were glued to the set as this kind of crazy, wild-haired uncle professor was lecturing away on the, uh, you know, the values of Karl Marx. Hillary had the chance to be the not-quite-crazy person. I, yeah. I, I really yeah. think that... Uh, that Bernie said he he almost if it were a plot he would be helping elect Hillary Clinton by letting giving her the opportunity to not be Bernie Sanders right I think that's right it allows her to to campaign to President Obama's left I mean she's made it very clear she's going to embrace Barack Obama with very few exceptions she's going to run to his left she's going to run uh, on expanding his legacy as she put it tonight and yet 
because Bernie Sanders is sort of campaigning in la la land, he's so far to the left, he's debating, you know, debating economics that have been long since settled. Uh, she does come off looking perhaps less extreme than Sanders, and that I think is to her benefit. But beyond that, I mean, just looking at at what happened to the five candidates on the stage tonight. Hillary Clinton was the only serious candidate, the only adult. I mean, Martin O'Malley, I suppose, had you know his moments, uh, but but she was so far and above the other candidates on the stage. Uh, seemed to know what she was talking about in command of the issues. I thought even her first question from Anderson Cooper about consistency and and the the many flip flops that we've seen, uh, you know dating from her early career to to this campaign, she gave a pretty good answer. I thought it was a pretty polished answer. She didn't come across as as arrogant as she sometimes does. Uh, you know, this was a pretty strong performance for Hillary Clinton. No, I, I agree. She she debated like someone who had debated before, and uh, but also the t- moments that could have been tough for her. She was fortunate to once again have Bernie Sanders jump in and uh, leap on the grenade. In particular, the email topic, which before anyone could get to the substance, which is the sitting Secretary of State transmitting classified information on an unprotected server in her basement and then repeatedly lying about it he jumped up and declared the issue you know unacceptable forget it we're sick of hearing of those damn emails and hillary had to be thinking to herself do i write this guy a check now or do i wait till we get out to the parking lot yeah i mean that will be the the most widely played moment from this debate where bernie sanders in effect gets Hillary Clinton's back jumps on the grenade. Choose your metaphor. I mean, whatever it was, it was a moment. It was. I think it was a good moment actually for for Bernie Sanders, but clearly it was a good moment for Hillary Clinton. The crowd erupted uh, in applause, made clear that they too were sick of the debates about uh, the emails. And and I don't know whether Anderson Cooper had planned to ask more questions about the emails and the email scandal, but certainly I think that that scandal, along with Benghazi more broadly deserved more questions here. I mean, we've seen, um, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, we've seen tremendous erosion in Hillary Clinton's standing since these questions have arisen about her use of the email. We know for a fact that she has uh, lied about her emails uh, on, and, and all of the questions about them on numerous occasions, indisputable lies, you know, not stuff that's black and white or not stuff that there's a gray area, but these are things that we can point to and say she was not telling the truth there. Uh, and yet CNN didn't really seem to want to get into that, to those questions or to challenge the things that she had said. And I think that was, was too bad. I think the American people do deserve to hear more about it, not least because we now know that, that those emails may have compromised the identity of a, of a, an important CIA source, and we certainly know that they compromised valuable, sensitive information over the time that her email was unsecured. So, yeah, we should be talking about that. That's, you know, it's it's not an insignificant issue. CNN has been uh, pumping its coverage of the or the, hosting this debate for weeks, hoping to get a big ratings bonanza. And so, there's been a, they've had to fill all the hours, as you've seen, Steve, leading up to this. And the recurring question was. Who will be the Carly Fiorina of the night? Who will be the breakthrough of the night? Uh, I didn't see a Carly Fiorina. I didn't see any impact whatsoever on anything to change the numbers other than to make the Bernie Sanders supporters more, you know, pumped up. They love what they heard. And to make the Hillary Clinton supporters happy that they're not Bernie Sanders supporters. 
Yeah, I'm not even sure Sanders accomplished that. It'll be interesting to see the polling, um, you know, here over the next couple of weeks. I mean, I, you know, what the field looked like to me was Lincoln Chafee, uh, you know, a, a, a former governor, senator, and mayor, undistinguished political career, act like somebody with an undistinguished mm-hmm. p- political career. Jim Webb, I think, said some interesting things, made a valuable contribution to the party in, in general, to the debate in general, because. He, he probably made the, the night, you know, overall look less extreme. Uh, Martin O'Malley, former governor of Maryland, didn't accomplish much, had a couple nice lines, good looking guy. Bernie Sanders looked like a socialist senator from Vermont who, you know, has been known to the extent that he's been known at all for being quirky. And Hillary Clinton looked like a former first lady, a former senator, mm-hmm. uh, the secretary of state, somebody with some accomplishment. And I think that was, you know, it was Hillary Clinton and everybody else was well, well below her. I think. The one thing I'll disagree with you in your analysis is I don't think that uh, Jim Webb helped the Democrats. I think he hurt them for the few normal people. And by normal people, I mean people who don't normally watch cable news, you know, the, the non you know, weekly standard reader, just to kind of, hey, sir, running for president. I better check these guys out. Because he sounded like a Democrat from just 12 years ago. And yet on the stage, he seems so out of place. If you're one of the Americans who's always kind of thought of yourself as a Democrat and really didn't follow politics that close and thought, well, Obama's a little to my left. He's a little out there, but hey, you know, whatever. You, There was this guy reminding, oh, yeah, this is what Democrats used to sound like. And man, does he look out of place on this stage? Yeah, you you may end up being right about that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which will be the the primary takeaway there. But but clearly he stood out. And you know whether people see that as as sort of the party having room for somebody like Jim Webb, who's seemed sane and and rational and and didn't sort of go along with the, the leftward drift of everybody else on the panel. That remains to be seen, but he certainly didn't distinguish himself enough to be a serious no. candidate. And 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 I don't think anybody else on stage looked like a serious candidate. I think that is really the big takeaway of the night. There were two, in my view. One, Hillary Clinton was the only serious candidate on the stage, period, full stop. Two, the modern Democratic Party is far, far to the left of where most Americans are ideologically, and I think that will present tremendous challenges for whomever ends up being the Democratic nominee. And a new poll out in the last 24 hours shows that likely Democratic primary voters want to continue the Obama legacy and move to the left, and a solid majority of Democrats see themselves as liberals and progressives as opposed to moderates or conservatives, so that's, right. that'll be where we're going. A uh, last couple of uh, mini-reviews. My uh, take on Martin O'Malley was, if, you, if, uh, if your slogan is, America, you could live in Baltimore too, Martin O'Malley is your guy. And I cannot, for people who didn't actually watch the debate, Steve has been too kind to Link Chafee. I mean, he was <laughs> awful. I, I used to live in Boston, as you know, and you know, covered the governor and senator from across the border. And he was never an impressive, you know, the sharpest knife in the drawer, not you know, the description. But when he explained 
his vote for the uh, for uh, uh, something he opposed by saying, "Well, I just got in there. My dad had just died. I'd just been a mayor." You know, it was like the scene. And, in, it was and, like the scene yeah. in Soul in 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 um, Blues Brothers when John Belushi was trying to explain to Carrie Fisher, "I, I, I my, the dog ate my homework. My grandma got sick. I, please don't kill me." It was all. It was laugh out loud, funny and unintentional at the same time. And he added to that answer by saying that, you know, it was a 90 to five to five vote. <laughs> so obviously I went along with the crowd. And then later he was asked about the Patriot Act. And yeah. his defense of his vote on the Patriot Act was it was a 99 to right. one vote. Like that's where everybody else was. Right. So I had to be there. No, I mean, he was he was singularly unimpressive, <laughs> really uh, a national embarrassment. Hey, hey, Steve, as to quote Link Chafee, you're looking at granite. You're looking, as he said repeatedly, you're looking at granite, which I was. It was his head. And uh, so I, I just hope that he's at all the debates now. I mean, that this is now, I, I'm going to tune in every Democratic debate. Just for if, that's what you're, if that's what you're using for entertainment value, you really need to get out more. And then the final, final question, how did Joe Biden do in this debate? You know, you knew going in that, that the phony smart takes coming out of the debate were Joe Biden is the winner. You know, the right. person who sure. won the debate was the one who wasn't even in the hall. And I think you'll, you won't see many of those takes tonight because Hillary Clinton was so dominant in this performance. Um, you know, if Joe Biden was, was sitting back uh, at, the, at the vice president's residence watching this, thinking he would bide his time till, um, you know, after the Democratic debate and sometime before her, her Benghazi testimony, I don't think the night went as he had thought it might tonight. I think she did well enough to, to make people who were thinking, you know, we really ought to see Joe Biden. Um, maybe to think that they don't want to see Joe Biden enter the race. Now, the one caveat I'll add as sort of a closing thought here is that in part she benefited because she didn't get asked those questions about the emails and about Benghazi more broadly. She can't give answers to those questions uh, because of what she did. Um, I think that remains a problem for her, despite the fact that Bernie Sanders got her back, despite the fact that partisan Democrats in the hall reacted in a partisan way. Uh, so that remains, I think, the big opening potentially for Joe Biden and um, be interesting to see if he takes it. Steve Hayes, thanks so much for your instant analysis of tonight's debate. We appreciate your time. Sure thing. Happy to do it. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.